Hello, my loves. This is with love, Danielle. As per usual, I am recording this podcast from my living room, so you might hear sounds of the city and the crows and the seagulls and the blue herons that fly around Stanley Park that love to come and try and eat my kale. I think I've I've figured out how to uh, live in harmony with them, though. I want to talk about letting go and all those things that we try to push away. And here's the heart of this theory. This is where you lean in. Okay, we're going to I'm going to give you the good stuff at the very beginning. Nothing leaves you until you love it. Nothing will leave you until you love it. Nothing will leave you until you give it your attention and your consciousness, which is the act of love. Everything, everything, everything that is created, from animals to humans to plants and bugs to thought forms and energies, embodied and disembodied, it all wants to return to source eventually. Another way to say that is it all eventually wakes up and thinks, oh, I want to go home. I want to get back to what created me. Everything that is thought, felt, materialized, and birthed has to go through the cycle of birth, life, death, and rebirth. Satanama. Sa. Ta, nam, ma, birth, life, death, rebirth. Okay, so what's this got to do with getting over your ex-boyfriend or that conversation that's become a mind loop or letting go of that feeling in the pit of your stomach that is triggered by certain smells or occasions or media? How do you let go of the pain in your body? that which has become chronic in your body temple? How do you let go of the fear? How do you let go of the past? You love it. Love is the light of your attention. Divine love is all-inclusiveness. Everything's in, your shadow, your light. It is loved as is right now. Love is just isness. It's acceptance. It's life itself. It's the pulse that just continues to pulse life. It's okay with what is here now. Divine love, inclusiveness. You point that love in a particular direction, and that becomes light. Love, consciously directed somewhere, is divine light. And then divine power is to say, on behalf of the hires, on behalf of God, on behalf of life itself, I use this love to point it in a particular direction. And you can just point it as far, as wide, as everywhere as you possibly can. Everything that you create wants to get your attention, wants your love, so that it can return home. Love is the transmutational force. When we pour that love, that light onto something, it's seen for what it is in that moment, and it can unfold into more of its truth. It becomes its truer self. 
So let's talk about our fears and our obsessions and the pains that we carry around in our minds and in our bodies, in our astral field, in our purses, in our garages. All the heavy stuff, the uncomfortable stuff, all the stuff, even the light stuff, the free stuff, the liberating stuff, it's all the creation of our own minds. You created the fear. You created the neuroses. You created your feelings about the past experience. It may have been a really negative experience. You get to choose how you feel about it. You create the thought forms around anything that's happening. So your fear is like your baby. We all have these fear babies and opinions floating out there in the world, and we try and keep them at bay, and we try and we push them away, and we silence them, and we try and life hack them and convert them and motivate them into being something other than that which they are, which is just fear that we made, came from us, just wants to come home, back to us, to live in our heart, to rest in love. And that's when the fear or any kind of creation from the mind decides that it is safe to change. So we bring all those emotions and feelings and experiences back into our loving attention. We give it some compassion, some warmth, some listening. Then the emotion itself or the emotion, you can hear the blue heron saying, yeah, she's right. Or the emotion around the circumstance starts to calm down when we just settle with it. When we say, I've got some space for you. Nothing leaves us until we love it. So let's talk about the things that we most definitely want to leave us. It's the chronic body pain, it's the agitation, it's the hangover from the relationship, it's the doom, it's the pain of loss, it's the sorrow. I mean, some things never really leave us. I think there's some kinds of grief that we carry through each incarnation, but we learn to carry it differently. We hold those things with more spaciousness, more respect, with less shame, with less resentment. We ourselves become expanded by the grief and the sorrowful things that puts us more in touch with our strength, with the divine. We wake up to how loved and supported we are, to how much beauty there is in life. So we've got a new pocket in our heart in which all that, the sorrow and the heavy stuff can come along on the journey, which is all it wants to do, is to come along in the cave of our heart and expand along with us. If you have a longing to be in community, if you are seeking some refuge of a spiritual nature, I have my heart-centered membership, and we get together every other week to go deep, deep, deep into these very topics, the nuances of when are we coming from our ego self or from our heart self? And how do you know when it's time to let go of a situation or double down on love and commitment and compassion? Head to daniellelaporte.com slash heart-centered. And my deepest prayer is that it is a place of solace and vitality for your heart. 
But as for the stuff that you really, really most definitely want to leave your life, your body, your psyche, your calendar, nothing leaves until you love it. So the annoying person, what can you find about your relationship to them? Doesn't even necessarily have to be the person specifically. What can you find about your relating to them about the dynamic to love, to be grateful for? Maybe the dynamic and how much they annoy you or the betrayal or they get on your every last nerve, push every single button you have. Maybe that relating, that current of energy, because it's all just currents of energy going back and forth between the energy balls (laughs) that each of us is. Maybe it's taught you about your resilience. It's taught you about your lack of patience. And it's helped you foster your patience and you've realized how really truly patient you are at the root of everything. You've got a lot of patience in you that you never knew was there before this agitating dynamic. You can love that part of the relationship. It's connected to the other person. And simultaneously be very aware that the healthiest thing for you is to have that relationship be released. So you really stand in your dedication and your commitment to love yourself fully, which is to create conditions of healing for yourself, which means to have less toxicity in your life. But you can't be pushing against that toxicity, that dynamic in the other person, and expect that they're going to go away because what we give our attention to grows. So we push and we resist and we want for it to be gone. What's happening? All that currency of our attention is being poured onto what we don't want. And energy follows thought. So we may think we're thinking about letting the person go, but we're actually giving the lion's share of our thought energy to that person in general. So that person, that dynamic, the relationship is getting all this energy and it's like all this water being fed on that particular patch of the garden that is full of weeds and it just grows and it sticks around and it doesn't leave. So here's the format. It's a one-two. I bless you and I release you. So you can't just release, you gotta bless. Bless and release is so simple. I see you. Here's what I'm grateful for. I release you back to the infinite space. I release you back to the infinite space that is our shared heart. Nothing really goes away because we're all having this interbeing experience. But I release you to infinity. And then you just let that experience be compost that expands you into being a more loving, aware person. So we're not doing the cutting cords. I mean, that has not worked for me for quite a while. So, you know, if we've been in the space for a while of energy work and personal development, we're often being guided to cut cords with somebody. And I think there's some underlying hostility in that gesture itself. And it's the anger in that action that actually keeps you hooked to that which you want to let go of or get rid of. First, you got to bless it, and then you release it. I see you. Here's what I'm grateful for. I release you back to infinite source. Bring your love to the situation. 
So all of the emotionality around the situation can calm down and things can start to loosen up and leave you. I know it can seem extra hard and arduous to love the repetitive, incessant, chronic stuff. And this is where mastery really comes in. This is where we really step into our power of our capacity to be our own parents. We really tap into that place within ourselves that is limitless. Because you know what? you got enough love for everybody. There is some great force that made the Grand Canyon and cauliflower and petunias and placenta, and it made you, and you have that same stuff of miraculousness and intelligence and cosmic love within you. You can love this agitating situation. You got all the time in the world. You were made from the same source that made eternity. You can hang out for a few months with some pain. So the pain shows up. Whatever the thing is that you most definitely want to leave your life, it's time for it to go. And you say, I have all the love in the world for you. And that is not a declaration that it is welcome to stay. That is a declaration of your clarity. It's a declaration of your eternalness, of your capacity, of your wisdom, and of your strength. I see you. I see what there is to love about this situation. I can find the fine details that I can be grateful for. I have given you the attention of my consciousness. You are welcome in my heart. My heart is deep. It is vast. It is unlimited. I am supplied with love by the same spirit that has been creating miracles for eons. I see you. I bless you. I release you. You loved it. And then it leaves. You created it. And so you can transform it. Everything, everything, everything wants to return to home. And the home base is the heart. The home base is divine love. Everything, everything, everything is just asking for the power of your attention so that it can relax and transform. And here's the beautiful blossoming when we start to live from this heart-centered place. When we can love everything as is in its current form, everything finds its rightful place. We don't have to push, we don't have to pull, manipulate, we don't even have to invest much energy into hoping things come our way or hoping things leave when they've reached their expiry date. Love returns everything back to its natural order. When we're choosing love, when we are embodying love in our thoughts, our words, our actions, our deeds, we are getting in sync with the flow of life itself. And when we're aligned with that light, everything knows its rightful place in the universe. It knows exactly when to go and exactly how long to stay. You are the creator of the divine order in your life. How's that for love? Thank you so much for listening, for feeling, for spreading the word with love.